Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Hey, good afternoon and happy new year. Welcome to Purse Strings, and I am Maria Retan, and it's so great to be here. Isn't it a great way to start 2008? I'm, you know, my resolution is to learn as much as I can and get out there and use it as much as I can. That should be everybody's New Year's resolution, I think. Anyway, I'm so glad you could join me today. And, of course, you can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. You're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. That's the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman, of course. Uh, first up, some information about networking. Now, that's going to be the theme of our show today is all around networking. I'm going to have a marvelous woman on to talk about that. But first, some information about how hot networking is. It's the best way to get a job. Did you know that? According to Hudson, which is an employment company, about a quarter of workers found their jobs through networking. And in fact, 36% of those that had like incomes of more than $100,000 were more likely than average to have found their current position through networking. So it pays off with higher salaries in, in the job that you get, bottom line. Um, even some companies are starting to take notice. Ernst & Young has launched their Working Moms Network, and that's really all about, um, it's a program really designed to support women within Ernst & Young, whether it be new, expectant, or veteran moms. Um, they give them support, resources, mentoring opportunities, and networking opportunities. So Ernst & Young, getting with the program there. Now, many of us, um, myself included, and perhaps many of you out there, are um, really connected through social networking and community websites. And all of them are really getting tons and tons of participation. Uh, I'm talking like MySpace, Facebook, Classmates Online, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is huge. It grew 245% between November of 06 and last November. It has more than 8 million members. I'm a member of LinkedIn. Anyone want to join my network? Search me out, Maria Retan, LinkedIn. Um, In fact, nearly two-thirds of U.S. business professionals are out there social networking. Of course, LinkedIn is one of the hot ones that they're on, followed by Yahoo 360 and MySpace. So if you're not out there, you're getting left behind because a lot of your colleagues are out there on those social networking sites. And companies are out there, too. They're looking for those candidates on those sites. They check them out to see what they're doing, who they are, what their MySpace page looks like. So you need to know what your digital footprint is as well. That's a whole other topic for a whole other day, though. Um, And those of us who are just mildly curious about what may have happened to our high school sweetheart or maybe our next-door neighbor from 40 years ago, you might want to check into Peak U, Rap Leaf, and Polar Rose. Those are just some of the tools out there for reconnecting or networking with people that you used to know but maybe you lost touch with. Well, each and every week, as many of you who listen to us regularly here on Purse Strings know, we always take a look at a purse profile. And today, in keeping with our theme of networking, we're going to be looking at the Nicole Miller Networker. 
Now, this is a woman, of course, in her late 40s and 50s, self-employed typically. Um, We're calling her a mid to small size business owner. She's working full-time, making about $75,000 or more, has a child typically in high school or college. Now, this is a woman who, of course, as many of our women are, influenced by fashion. Uh, She tries to keep up with the latest fashion. She tries to buy the newest fashions every season, and she really wants to make a fashion statement. She wants to look unique, attractive. She wants to stand out in a crowd. She's incredibly ambitious and motivated. Now, of course, you would have to be, if you have your own business, you would think that if you're going to be successful, you really need to be motivated. But this woman calls herself a workaholic. She wants to get to the very top of her career, and it's important that her family think that she's doing well. And, of course, she's a multitasker. Aren't we all, ladies, really multitaskers? Uh, she likes to live in a moment and take advantage of life. Now, typically, it's probably because she has some money to spend. This woman, again, makes more than 75000 annually and has older children. So she uses that money to seize opportunities in life, and she can be very spontaneous. Um, She looks at her job as a career, not just as a job, and she's really going after quality items and likes to try some new things. Now, this woman is shopping at places like Ethan Allen, Williams-Sonoma, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, Pier 1 Imports. When it comes to cars, she likes to drive a Caddy or a Volvo or a Lexus. You might even see her in, in, you know, the average Toyota, I suppose, Household products, gosh, this woman cleans a lot. Our data shows that she's into Windex and Purex and scrubbing bubbles. Now, maybe she's just giving that to the house, the woman who cleans her house or the person who cleans her house. That's, that's what I would prefer to do, actually. This woman's working full-time, has her own business. She probably doesn't have a ton of time to clean. Uh, at the cosmetic counter, she's checking out Clinique, Elizabeth Arden, Almay, Mac, and she loves to wear Ralph Lauren, Calvin Klein, Liz Claiborne. Now, Marketers out there, where can you connect with the Nicole Miller Networker? Well, she's checking out magazines like House and Garden, Arc Digest, Martha Stewart Living, Better Homes and Gardens, and InStyle. And, of course, Money and Entrepreneur, because remember, this woman has her own business. On cable, she looks at news, of course, like CNN, uh, also Discovery Channel, and she likes HGTV, TLC, and We Networks. And believe it or not, Court TV, which I thought was kind of interesting. And when it comes to TV shows, uh, again, CNN, Dateline, NBC, The Office, Grey's Anatomy, websites like Yellow Pages, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Travelocity, and eBay. Well, networking, as I mentioned, is our topic for the day. And I have a fabulous guest to address this topic. Andrea Neuenberg is an independent personal marketing consultant and founder of the Neuenberg Group. Now, she's, she goes around talking to a lot of heavy hitters out there. She's an expert at personal marketing and networking techniques and has talked to, to people at AOL, Time Warner, Citigroup, Coach, Estee Lauder, and Georgia Pacific. In fact, she teaches a, a course called Self-Marketing A to Z. She actually developed it for New York University. And she's not only a sought-after speaker, but she is the author of several books, the latest of which is called, of course, Savvy Networking. So why is networking crucial to your business? Well, for women, you can say that it's more than crucial. It's incredibly necessary. And if staying in touch or cultivating more contacts is at the top of your New Year's list of resolutions, like it is mine, especially after reading Andrea's book, you're going to want to stick around and learn more from Andrea. So hang in there. Be back in two minutes with more on Purse Strings right after the break. 
Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah? I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Wow, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine. The Performance Marketing Standard. For more information, go to RevenueToday.com. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BannersRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. Cover story. As far as my background is concerned, we haven't published a magazine before this one. We did do a book. Now how did you publish um, the book? Well, we actually did it ourselves. We wrote it. Mm-hmm. And Good for you. Rock <laughs> on. We love those plagiarists. Cover story. We're reserving a headline for you. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the public relations section. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, webmasterradio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings, our first new show of the new year. And joining me now is Andrea Neuenberg, founder of the Neuenberg Group, an expert in personal marketing, networking, and author. Welcome, Andrea, to the show. Thank you so much, Maria. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, we're so excited to have you. You know, I was saying at the top of the show that my New Year's resolution is to get out there and do some more networking. And Today, we're going to be talking about Savvy Networking, and that's, of course, the title of your most recent book, and what I thought was fascinating. First, everybody, it's a great read. It's a fairly quick read. You share 118 tips for business success. Can you talk a little bit about why networking is so crucial when it comes to growing business? Yes, because networking is really a misunderstood word. I always say the opposite of networking is not working, that every time you meet (laughs) someone, you learn from that person, or you can be a resource. It's about growing business building and developing strong relationships. So it gets you to the so-called table, if you will, to actually pitch your business or 
to do, to really have that relationship with someone. So they say, like, something that happened to me just about an hour ago, someone called me up and literally said, we want you to do this program. And I didn't have to go through any of the selling or, mm-hmm. you know, just getting in the door because I already came through trusted advisors, if you will. Mm-hmm. All that is about the results of what networking is. And I look at networking both as a verb, something you have to go do, and a noun. You develop a strong network, many networks of advisors, of, of people that are your advocates, people that, are, that you work with, that you give to, and they give back to you. You know, I think so many of us know intuitively that we need to be doing that, but some of us have a, a more difficult time to get started. How do you recommend getting started? I mean, I know in your book you have some great tips, and, and we could talk for hours about this, but if you could just give some quick yeah. ideas. Well, of how well you know what? Is, I always smile when I hear people say, I want to get out there and start networking. <laughs> we do it all day long. We just don't call it networking. I mean, I bet every one of your viewer, your listeners have been on the phone with someone today, either a friend, a client, a contact, someone just to touch base with to say hello. Or maybe they've reached out to someone to say Happy New Year. Or maybe they've sent them an article or sent something like that. That's things that we do every single day, sitting at our desk or at our offices or whatever our businesses are all the time. That is what I call everyday networking. And I have about five tips on that that you can put into your practice every single day, no matter where you are. But getting started is just having that mindset saying, this year, new year, I'm going to get involved with a couple of organizations, or one organization perhaps, that I have a special interest in. Either it's for something personally I'm involved with or professionally, and I'm going to make a point of setting a goal to go to X amount of events. I'm going to set a goal to meet people, to be involved, and to be present realizing that if I want to get benefits, quote-unquote, of networking, it takes time. Right, right. You know, and I I wonder, I've been thinking about this, do you think networking is particularly more challenging for women than men? Or or maybe it comes a little bit easier for us? Because, of course, you know, we're we're natural communicators, I like to think, anyway. Yeah, that's why when people say about the old boy network, I say, you know what, the thing is, that one of the things I think has happened over the last years is that women are, are more helpful to other women. But there were years ago, I know certainly when I first started in business, that a lot of times it was like nobody helped each other at first. They, did, they kind of, you'll call your way to the top the way I did or so, like that, you right. know, that phrase. But the reality is we've always had, quote, unquote, our old girls network. If you think about it, who do you call up when you're thinking about where to get your hair done? or if you need um, a babysitter, or if you need a cleaning person. I just heard about the cleaning on when I was listening to the story before. Anything like that, we always reach out to other people. So we have our own network. Well, I just called up. I was I had new business cards printed or getting ready to be printed, and when the designer referred someone, I said, you know what, I have a great friend who's a printer. Mm-hmm. I want to give the job to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. And I, and I think we do like to pass on good word of mouth, so to speak, about That's other networking. women. You know, exactly. And it is, it that is, is networking. networking. I do think sometimes, though, we are a little bit challenged in talking about our own accomplishments. And I know in your yeah. book you talk about creating a brand you, Y-O-U, for the listeners exactly. out there. Uh, and the 10 C's to a strong personal brand. Can you, can you share a little bit about that? Well, the thing is that when you think about it, you know, you have to have confidence. You have to be able to communicate what you want to say, and you have to be able to collaborate with other people right off the bat. And the idea is that there's a big difference between self 
self-promotion, which is sometimes people think of as bragging, and what I call self-marketing, where you get other people to brag about you. Mm-hmm. And what is it that you can say about yourself in a way that just lets people make it easy for them to know what you do and how you do it? Because very often when people will say, you know, I wanted to refer so-and-so, but I really don't know what they do or how to really mm-hmm. describe what they do. And, you know, people think in nanoseconds, as we know. And one of the things I was listening when you said my, my third book, it's a very quick read. It's easy and it's bite-sized, and it's written, as you can see, in sound bites because that's how people remember things today. Mm-hmm. So I always say, how do you want to be remembered when you meet somebody? What is the uh, introduction or the WIIFM, what's in it for me, for the other person, mm-hmm. that you can say so that somebody says, really, tell me more about that person. How do they do that? So I always think about like your positioning statement, if you will, or your elevator speech. How do you say it in a way that gets the other person to say, tell me more? Right. So it's really kind of a teaser. It, it, sets, it sets the table for an extended conversation or more conversation. But that's what you want. Because how many mm-hmm. times do people go to events or meetings or things like that, and people start talking and bragging about what they do, and you're, and you're definitely, I call it MIGO, which stands for my eyes glaze over. Because you're not interested, you don't right. care. It's about what is it they say. How many times do you read your morning paper or your afternoon paper in your city? And what holds you in is the headlines. Mm-hmm. Something about the headline says, read me, read the article. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. almost what your introduction has to be. And as you create right. your brand, it's like when somebody says, she's the go-to person for this. Mm-hmm. That's what you want, and that's how. And people find that to be very difficult. But in, it, very often it's like sometimes you have to have different intros for different audiences, too. That's true. And it's also what sets you apart from your competition, so to speak, totally. or what, what someone else may do that's in the same category or industry, but what your point of differentiation is, really. Absolutely. And, then, and, and don't you think, I mean, and you also talked, too, about the relationship building part of this, because I think it's fine oh. to have the elevator introduction, but if you can't build a relationship, it oh. doesn't really matter. See, the funny thing is my workshops, my speeches, everything revolves around relationship building. It's all about that. If you don't build and take the time to build the relationships, whatever you want to call it, networking or whatever, you've you got to build the relationship or nothing else matters. Right. And that's what right. people forget. People forget two, two very important criteria. One is to listen. Mm-hmm. People don't listen. We hear. We don't always listen. Right. And that's key. I mean, just the, the whole idea, if you think about that. I was on... Uh, Fox News one day, and I know I did this exercise, and even the person who was interviewing me kind of fell for it because she said, you're right, I heard, but I didn't listen. We all do that because you have, we have to listen with both our ears and our eyes. Right. And the other thing people forget to do, which is another huge part of networking, is they forget to follow up. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. after I always say after all is said and done, much more is said than done. Mm-hmm. So take That's right, the and the people who actually take the time to, Absolutely. you know, and, yeah, write the thank you or make the follow-up phone call. Exactly, yeah. and that is key. People forget to follow up, mm-hmm. or they say, I was too busy, and I said, how could you say you're too busy to follow up? You just took the time to go to this event, to meet this person. It takes time. It's a process. And you know it's like a garden when you plant seeds or vegetables or fruit or whatever. You never know. One might grow up 
automatically, and another one might take a while before it sprouts up because things take time. They always do. Mm-hmm. And but it's the not more about you build. Just, I was going to say, too, Andrea, it's not just about one follow-up. So let's say you meet oh. the person and then you do a follow-up. It's about staying in contact with that person, too. Continually. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's where I think a lot of times people forget that, too. It's, it's, you're right. It's not a one-shot deal. It's, it's a continuation. And I, um, I had on my newsletter blog a few months ago, I said, how long, I asked this question, how long does it take a bamboo to grow? Any idea? Uh, you know, I think it, go- it grows fairly fast, actually. It I grows real fast yeah. once it starts, but it takes about six months. And it takes before it really even starts to germinate, if you will, but it takes four years oh, before four it's planted. Years to but once, no, no, but once it's, once it's ready to go, after those four years, what happens? It shoots up something like 90 feet, like in a few days. And why does that happen? Because it's been building a root system. Mm. It's been building, if you will, its network. So I always say it's very much like networking and the fact that it's been building and growing and developing all along. It hasn't just been sitting idle for those, you know, that time. Right. It's been very fruitful. You just haven't Absolutely. seen the visible signs of it. That's it. Yeah. And that's very often something about networking, too. When people call me up and say, oh, gosh, I've got a network. I need this. I need that. I always say, that's not how it works. Right. It does not work that way. But too often that's unfortunately what people think. They don't realize that it's a process. It takes time. And you've got to consistently add and give. And that's the other thing. I always say uh, it's all about giving first. Mm-hmm. Because why should someone else help you until you've first given to them? Right. You can't take and take and take and take and expect no. any giving in return for sure. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be back with Andrea. We're going to talk about some rules of business etiquette and specific tips for small business owners. And I also want to talk a little bit about our attitude toward our clients and how that might drive our actions. Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be back with more Andrea Nuremberg when we return with more Purse Strings. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Satisfied with your conversion rate? FutureNow's Call to Action Seminar is landing in Orlando, Florida, January 15th at the Sheraton Safari. This seminar is led by best-selling author and conversion rate guru Brian Eisenberg. The day before, January 14th, our copywriting experts Holly Buchanan and Jeff Sexton will be instructing the Persuasive Online Copywriting Seminar. That evening, seminar attendees can attend happy hour with the experts, mingle and talk web stuff with Brian, Holly, and Jeff poolside. Attend one or both seminars for private and registration details go to futurenowinc.com forward slash training a rose by any other name would still be the same move over shakespeare you need to differentiate yourself from your competition do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of jupiter media the nhl and lionsgate films among others moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet offering you domain registration hosting domain sales and acquisition services Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R dot com. More than a name. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. 
Learning how to monetize your domains, zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod, zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone, zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath, well, worthless. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back. I'm joined on this fabulous Tuesday by Andrea Nuremberg, founder of the Nuremberg Group. And those of you who have been listening, you know that she is an expert on personal marketing and network and an author. And we just had a really great discussion, the first part of this show, about networking and how it can grow your business. But one of the things that I wanted to pick up on before we move on to etiquette was talking about our attitude toward clients and how that might drive our actions and in turn mean that we retain more clients. Andrea, what what can you tell us about that? Right, attitude is everything. And if we think about the fact that from our with our clients, if we if we're almost thinking of them twenty four seven, how can I help them? How can I kind of be on their radar screen unexpectedly? And always mm-hmm. be. I even set up Google alerts for a lot of my clients. So if anything comes up online, I have an opportunity to say to send them a note or to send them an article or say I just read this, thought you'd be interested or something about them that would make their life and day easier, then what you're doing is you're, again, like I said, you're just sort of on their radar and you're not asking for anything or, or just you're just being a present because we get thrown with so much information. And I always say that's part of networking is being able to reach out to those people and your clients then become your best advocates. Then they want to refer you to other people. Right, and that kind of comes back to what you were saying right before the break about giving, being of a giving nature, right? It all starts with giving something. And if you do that, if you set up those Google Alerts and you keep them almost top of mind all the time, then you're giving them something of added value to them, and in turn, they're going to reward you, it sounds like. Exactly, and that's the whole thing. But people have to remember, and again, this is the key, that you can't keep score. I have a wonderful, right. wonderful line that I live by that I learned years ago, and it says, give without remembering and receive without forgetting. I love that. It's the best. Wouldn't the world be a better place if we could all do that? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That. Can I tell you that? <laughs> Besides that, it's so funny. I was um, a speaker, keynote speaker for the Boy Scouts of America. Now, oh. I was not a Boy Scout. However, <laughs> I was a Girl Scout. But the reality is I said the same thing to them. I said, you know, this line is something that you all stand for, and we all can stand for that. You know, their whole um, mantra is do a good deed daily. Right. I said, boy, can you imagine what a different world we'd live in today if we all did that? Wouldn't it be yeah. wonderful? Well, and, and just basic etiquette, and that's another topic I wanted to bring up with you today, yes. too, because I, when I was reading your book, Savvy Networking, what I thought was really interesting is you talk about etiquette and the rules of business etiquette. Can you talk a little bit about what's so important about that? Yes, because you know people decide to make an they make the, a decision on you within the first usually in the first uh, five you know minutes. So mm-hmm. certainly, but really, it's almost like in the first ninety seconds. I actually was watching the caucuses last night. Um, you know, with the uh, presidential campaign, right? And when they were actually doing some discussion afterwards, people made comments about the different candidates based on things that they observed within the first five minutes about them. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so people forget that actions speak louder than words. So your body language is incredibly important. When you go to an event or a meeting, you should really be equipped with what I call your networking toolkits 
be ready to go, but give yourself a quick look before you walk out the door. Give yourself a smile. Set a goal. Walk into an event or an, any place that you're going to. Turn off your equipment. Turn off mm-hmm. your cell phones and your Blackberries, unless you're an emergency room doctor. You know, that you be present. Or if you have to be away or have to answer a call, let the person know. But it's so rude if you don't do that. Also, when you look at people, look them in the eye. Mm-hmm. You know, they say eyes are the windows of the soul. Shake hands with people, which is why I always say can't put a drink, if you're going to have a drink, in your left hand so that your right. right hand is free to shake and give somebody a nice shake of the hand. But look at them. Look at their name tag. You know, hopefully they'll wear it on their right side so that your eyes just go to that. People say I never can remember people's names. And I always say, as an old Dale Carnegie instructor, he used to say impression, repetition, and association. So do those kinds of things so you connect with somebody. Be aware of body language. I just came back from the Middle East. And the way and the customs of that part of the world, as many of the countries I've visited, get acclimated and, and just be aware of people. Do your homework and your research before you go so that, you know, that you just are appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I have another Especially great line that East. says, no matter how successful people are, that they need to remember that the most successful people could have teeth marks on their tongue from biting down. So sometimes <laughs> just don't say anything. Just keep your mouth closed. Some of us need more reminders than every day on that. I'm speaking for myself when <laughs> I say yeah. that, Andrea. And, oh, no, no, we all true. do. And the other thing, here's another thing about the etiquette all. You know, people always say, oh, yeah, I need to take a lot of business cards. And I always say, you know, have your business cards. You've got to, you've got to have them with you. But it's not about passing out business cards. I'm very lucky if I take maybe a couple because I know that I'm going to follow up with those people. But the idea is that when somebody asks you anything about them and you want to follow up, I always have pen and paper with me so I can write a short note or something that I'll be able to not write on their business cards because there's parts of the world where writing on someone's business card is insulting. Right. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. So you've got to know your audience before you go in. Absolutely. Always know your audience. Do your homework. And today there's not an excuse not to do our homework. No, we have everything no there's not. We have so we have many resources, don't we? Oh, <laughs> it's like oh, overwhelming you know, there was amount a time, of resources. But I will tell you, there was a, as we all know, there was a time that we didn't all have computers or we didn't all have um, email. We didn't have all the, the great luxuries that we have at our fingertips today. Mm-hmm. So I It's hard I to believe, isn't it? I, I can't even well, hardly remember that time. it's very hard time. to believe. It's hard to yeah. believe. And, uh, and, and that was one of my epiphanies when I was in um, the Middle East is that I said to myself after being there and I saw what they built, that I am sure those people were as sophisticated as we are today, but in a different way. How do we know? Nobody's come back to tell us. That's right. That's exactly right. Is that true? Um, you know, there's something I want to concentrate on today because a lot of the listeners out there have their own small business or mid-sized yes. business. And I know in your book, Savvy Networking, you specifically talk about networking is important for everyone, but it really can make the difference for a small business owner. Can you share your 41-cent investment plan? I love Absolutely. this. And there, there's a My few other things that you talk about, plan. too. Yeah, that's it's right. The thing, it's the one thing that most people forget to do today or don't do it because they think it's old-fashioned. But I am a believer of the handwritten personal note. Mm-hmm. And because and the reason it's a 41-cent investment is that's the price of a stamp today. Mm-hmm. And I will always ask somebody, by the way, when I meet them, what's your preferred method of following up? And today, you know, and I always will hear people will say to me, probably email, that's my best. Or some people will still say telephone, 
and then I write mm-hmm. that. I keep that all in my database so that when I go back to touch base. Or other people will say, and believe it or not, today the younger worker will say text messaging. So if you're not mm-hmm. texting, you better learn how. But mm-hmm. then the one thing that I do anyway besides anything is every single day I write three handwritten personal notes just to say thank you, it was great to meet you, thanks for your information, or to, to maybe an existing client or to somebody I just say wanted to touch base, I saw this, thought you'd be interested, or hope you're feeling well. Whatever it is, I find a reason to write three a day. At the end of the week it's 15, and at the end of the year I've touched base with over 750 people just mm. to touch base via something that's not going to get deleted or you know, immediately, like, turned off on the phone, whatever, right away. And people have actually said to me, wow, I got your note. That was really nice. Thank you. Nobody does that anymore, Mm -hmm. precisely. Right. And for small business owners, that's not a lot of money to really make a big impression. It's a huge in, it's a huge investment in your business. It's a classy thing to do. And some people will say, and, and people will fight me on this. I mean, well, oh, you know what, I never even look at my mail. I haven't looked at my mail in a long, I don't even look at it every month. I say, well, it'll be waiting for you then at the end of the month or something. Right, right. right. Talk a little bit about the Seven Eleven rule, if you don't mind. I just love all those, the rules and the and the acronyms that you have. But you talk a little bit about the Seven Eleven rule. Yes, Seven Eleven. It's like and it's like you have to be remembering that people make that decision really in seven seconds about if they're going to connect with you. And I always think of Eleven is like the idea of knowing the fact that it's like 7-Eleven is always open, if you will, mm-hmm. like here in, in the United States. It's, it, we're, I don't know, uh, in your city, do you have probably a 7-Eleven all over? Uh, unfortunately, we do not really have. Okay. We have a few, but it's not everywhere, right. And what I mean, it's almost like 7-Eleven and 7, tw- and, and seven um, you know, se- seven, well, you know, what's interesting is I, as I think about this even more so because um, I think it might have been where I meant 24-7 is what oh. I was thinking also. Okay. And I was looking at this, and I'd say seven seconds to make a decision about somebody if I'm going to like them or, what, or whatever, but it's thinking about your clients, your customers, and people around you 24-7 also mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. fact that you always have them top of mind in that respect. Right. right, right. It really comes back to what I think is a resounding theme throughout your book. It's about kind of a of giving. You know, you, yes. you really are giving. Either that handwritten note, you're giving a moment of your time to express a thought and connection, or giving of your time, um, giving okay. of your listening ear. I mean, it's really about extending, you know, you're really extending yourself first, making that first step. And it, it seems that that has been that consistent thing throughout your book, really. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's basically, you know, people have said to me, your book sounds very much like selling skills also. I said that's what I look at networking really is, but it it's, gets you to the table, if you will, to have right. to pit, pitch your, your services or right. many of your listeners, you know, whatever their businesses are. And someone asked me this the other night she's at, at a Rotary meeting. I was actually sitting next to somebody who's a friend of mine, and she said, you know, I've got to really start networking more now in the new year. And I said to her, <laughs> you know, Christine, every single day, when people walk into your restaurant and you give them the wonderful service that you do and, and you're, you go over and chat with them and thank them, just remember that they all know at least 200 people that they could positively refer in. So just keep doing what you do, being ingratiating, staying in touch with people. And she said to me, you know, I never thought about that, but that is networking. Mm-hmm. And then when I told her she was doing a mailing and I said to her, you know what, 
take your mailing and even if you do 20 a day and then write a little note, just a personal note on that mailing before it goes out. Say, thanks for coming into the restaurant last week or we enjoyed seeing you over the holidays. She said, but I have so many, I can't possibly do it. I said, you know what? It makes a difference. That's right. It absolutely does. It makes a difference. Otherwise, I hate to say it, but you're just throwing out, you know, your stamps sometimes. Yep, that's exactly right. Make it personal. I, like I said before, I could talk to you forever, but we're running out of time, I know, I know, I but know. And thank you so much. It's been a pl- pleasure having you on, Andrea. Thank you so much for taking time out. I know you are one busy woman traveling and speaking, and, and you've got all your books. And for those of you out there who are interested in picking up Andrea's book, Savvy Networking, log on to Amazon.com, and you can find it there. It's Andrea Nuremberg. Uh, founder of the Nuremberg Group. And also, if you want to find out more about Andrea's company, log on to selfmarketing.com. Andrea, thanks again. And I just wanted to ask you one thing before we go. Yes. I'm going to be in Minneapolis next week. Oh, fabulous. Exactly. So I plan to call you. I wanted to wait and tell you till the end, but I'm going to oh, be there for great. a project. The Art of Doing Business Over a Meal. How do you like that? I love that. What's better than networking and eating at the same time? Absolutely. I love it. So, so I'm going to give you a buzz to say hello when I'm in your grand city next week. I hope that's you okay. You definitely have to. We have to network over that one, Andrea, Absolutely. next week. Take I care. Thanks again for it. having me. Okay, oh, thank bye-bye. thank you so much, and have a great new year, and I look forward to seeing you next week. And, and thank you, too, to George, my great producer, for a wonderful show. And check us out again next week at 2 o'clock next Tuesday for another edition of Purse Strings. And make it a great one, guys, and have a great week.